trouble is in my way I can't tell my night from day I'm tossed from side to side Like a ship on a raging tide I don't worry and I don't fret God will never fail me yet Trouble's coming from time to time But that's all right I'm not the worrying kind Because I, I got confidence God is gonna see me through No matter what the case may be Hi, this is Brent White. It's Monday, January 15th, and this is the third of my new series of devotional podcasts. My plan is to release new podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in addition to my sermons, which I'll also post here. Speaking of which, I realize that I'm already a week behind. (laughs) It's been a busy week. I apologize. You're listening to Elvis Presley and his version of the Andre Crouch song, I've Got Confidence, from Elvis's 1972 gospel album, He Touched Me. I chose this song because I want us to have greater confidence when we pray. In fact, the theme of these first three podcasts is that prayer shouldn't be nearly as difficult as we make it seem. As I've preached in my last two Sunday sermons, Jesus gives us the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer which is meant to guide our own praying. He gives it to us in part to show us how easy prayer is meant to be. Listen to today's scripture, Matthew 6, 9 to 13. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For one thing, the Lord's Prayer is short. That should reassure us that our prayers, even good prayers that follow the Lord's Prayer as a model, don't need to be long prayers. What does Jesus say in Matthew 6, 7, and 8? And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Among other things, Jesus is giving us permission to pray short prayers as necessary. Notice something else. Prayer, according to Jesus' model prayer, is verbal communication that moves in one direction, from our hearts to God. It is one-way communication from us to God. I emphasize this because it's become almost a, a truism among many Christians to say that prayer is two-way communication, that prayer involves both our speaking and our listening. Haven't you heard this before? I'm sure I've heard many times over the years from Christian teachers and preachers that our listening for God to speak to us is at least as important as our talking to God. Of course, these same teachers will tell us that we shouldn't expect God to speak to us in an audible voice. God's 
voice will seem more like an intuition, a thought, a warm feeling. Haven't you heard something like this? Where does this idea come from? Yesterday morning, I asked on Facebook where in the Bible we get the idea that prayer involves listening. A seminary classmate of mine who is now an Episcopal priest quoted 1 Samuel 3.9, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And that sounds great until you look at that verse in context. In context, Samuel is so convinced that he's heard an audible voice that three times he walks over to his, to his mentor, Eli, the priest, and asks, Here I am. You called me. What do you need? And three times Eli tells him, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't call you. Only then does it become clear that this voice, which sounds like an audible voice to Samuel, is the voice of God. And at that point, Samuel says to God, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. What do I conclude from this? As much as I would like for God to speak so directly to me, as much as I would like to hear God in an unmistakably audible voice the way Samuel did, I don't expect that to happen. And besides, this is light years removed from those subtle kinds of intuitions, thoughts, impressions, and feelings through which the modern-day mystics tell us we should expect to hear God. Besides, we don't need to hear God speak to us in this direct sort of way. Why? Because God has already spoken in God's infallible word, in Holy Scripture. In fact, we have about 750,000 words that God has given us. If we want to listen for God to speak to us, we need to start there by reading the Bible. Haven't we all had that experience of facing some challenge in our life? And then we read something in the Bible that is exactly what we need to hear to help us with whatever we're dealing with. That's the main way that God speaks to us. Of course, some Christians would say that that's the only way God speaks to us today uh, through Scripture. I'm not even willing to go that far. If God is sovereign, which he is, then that means he's sovereign over our thoughts and feelings. And he may use them providentially to guide us. He may guide us through dreams and visions. He may guide us through the advice or prophetic word of other people. He may guide us through circumstances. I'm thinking, for instance, of Acts 16, verses 6 and 7, in which Luke tells us that Paul and Silas were prohibited by the Holy Spirit from preaching the gospel in two different regions. How exactly did the Spirit prohibit them? We're not told, but it was likely through external circumstances. We usually call this providence. But this revelation or illumination or providential guidance on God's part, call it whatever you want to, is not prayer, even though it may be God's response to our prayer. Regardless, whatever we believe God is telling us in these various ways does not rise to the same level of authority as God's word, nor should this message be considered nearly as trustworthy. So scripture is still by far the main way through which we listen for God to speak to us. And listening to God speak to us through scripture is not prayer. 
Why does this matter so much that that prayer doesn't involve listening for God to speak? Why am I getting worked up about it? Because I am a frustrated prayer. In part because I believed that for years, decades even, that prayer was partly or even mostly about listening. So for years when I prayed, I thought I was supposed to wait until I heard something from God or felt an intuition or got an impression or experienced some warm sense of God's presence inside me. And unless or until I did, I hadn't prayed properly. I would get discouraged with prayer. It isn't working, I tell myself. I'm not doing it right. It just made me want to give up or at least not do it as often as I should. I would think, I'm not spiritual enough to pray properly. Don't be like me. Jesus is telling the truth. Prayer is not hard. Besides, maybe all this listening for God to speak to us in prayer is just a way of reassuring ourselves that we've really been heard, as if we're waiting for a sign from God that he's listening. Why? Because we don't really believe Jesus when he tells us what prayer consists of. Because we don't believe how simple it really is. Because it's not enough to simply talk to our Father and trust that he's listening and that he'll respond. No, we need to hear back from him to make sure he's really listening, to make sure that he really cares, to make sure that he's really there. So maybe all this listening is disguising our own lack of faith. Hmm? If so, I repent. Jesus is telling us that prayer is easy. We can trust him that our Heavenly Father is listening when we do it. Some folks wonder how I smile, even though I'm going to try. How can I have a song? Everything is going wrong. I don't worry, I don't fret. God has never failed me yet. Trouble coming from time to time. That's all right, I'm not the worrying kind because I. Ah!